0: Hello and welcome to Sci-Fi Radio Theatre, the internet's number one source for original science fiction, horror, and fantasy radio play podcasts. Our podcast can be downloaded on iTunes or on our website at www.scifiradiotheater.com. Before we get started with tonight's story, we'd like to tell you about a fine product from one of our Sponsors. Uh oh looks like you lost a sock again. That darn dryer just seems to eat them up. And hey, have you taken a look at your monthly budget lately? It seems like half of your paycheck is going towards buying new socks these days. Well, now you can get over the pain and frustration of losing your socks with a new potted sock plant. Simply add water to the pot's special mix of soil and cotton and then place near the window. Within two weeks, you'll have grown a new pair of socks. Never have your feet go cold again with a potted sock plant. Available at your local botanist. And now it's time for the Bagua Tweebox, Box, an eight-part science fiction murder mystery. Tonight's episode, Episode 6, The Exchange. In last week's episode, the team exhumed Homer Diaz's body and discovered that his heart had likely been replaced with the circuitry from a martin node. Later on, Zippy successfully convinced Matt Peters to lead her to the exchange. Tonight's episode begins inside the jail of a Boston police station.
1: gotta get out of here. gotta get out of here. gotta get to the exchange. I gotta get changed. I gotta be better. I gotta fix myself. That's what I gotta do but I can't be better because I'm in here. I gotta get out. I gotta get out. I can't- be in here. I have to get better. I have to get better. I have to get better! I have to be to the exchange. I gotta get better. i to get out of here. Gotta hey,
0: what's up with this guy? I
1: don't know. They brought him in here screaming and stuff earlier. He's mostly just been pacing around talking to himself. What'll I exchange? though? What'll it be if I get out- cuz I gotta get out. I just gotta get out. Maybe it'll be feet. Maybe my eyes, maybe my hair, I-I-I-I do not know, I don't know, but I have to leave, I have to get out, I have to get out!
0: Hey buddy, quiet down in there, you're freaking everyone out!
1: Let me out! Let me out! Let me out!
0: Hey, if you don't calm down, I'm coming in there and giving you another sedative!
1: Let me out! Let me out! Let me out!
0: (sighs) Alright, that's it. You two, stand back! Alright, just stay calm, buddy.
2: No!
1: No! No!
0: Grab him! Hey, let me go!
1: Get his
3: gun! No! Help! Help!
0: I have his gun! I have his gun!
3: This jail belongs to us now, buddy. Hey,
0: get back here! Officer's been taken! Officer's been taken hostage! Hold on, we're coming!
1: Officer has been taken hostage in the jail! Officer has been taken hostage!
3: Let's go! I'm
1: free!
0: Right, sorry. Uh, Patricia didn't want you to be here alone since you were drunk, so she had me stay the night. But
4: why are you sleeping in the bed with me?
0: Well, it's the only bed you have, and I don't have the best back in the world, so I can't really sleep on the floor or the couch.
4: God, you could have asked me, though. Personal space, man.
0: Sorry, but you weren't exactly in a talking mood after the club.
4: (sighs) Whatever. Oh... Oh, My head is killing me!
0: Yeah, you were really knocking back those Cosmos at the bar. We were laughing about it in the van.
4: Shut up. I I like Cosmos.
0: Obviously. Come on, I'll make you breakfast. Fine. I like your place, you know. When did you buy it?
4: Uh, I had it built two years ago.
0: Oh, wow. You had it built right here in the city.
4: I do okay for myself.
0: I think it's the decor I like the most.
4: Really? You like the artwork?
0: Yeah. Is that surprising?
4: Well, most people that aren't part of my CNC group find it mm, weird.
0: I hang out with Patricia all day, every day. Not too much is weird to me anymore. Huh. No. No, I like this. It's very you. The dragons and the warriors and stuff. It's all very... Wild and fierce.
4: Thanks. What's your place look like?
0: Well, the office is broken up into two rooms. On Patricia's side, she has a desk that's...
4: No, I mean your home. What's your home like?
0: Why do you want to know that?
4: Hey, you just psychoanalyzed me based on my decor. Why can't I analyze you?
0: Uh, Fair enough. Well, let me think. I live in an apartment building. It has two bedrooms in it, with a kitchen and a living room. I use the kitchen as my dining room as well. Um, I have two cats named Francis and Pierre.
4: But what about the decor? The design and the art, what have you?
0: Art? Huh. Here. Thanks. Well, I guess I don't really have any art in my apartment.
4: None at all?
0: No. Not really.
4: So you don't really hang anything on your wall, son?
0: Well, I hang things on my walls, but it's not really art. It's just normal things, like pictures of my family and stuff. I have a few photos of me and Patricia and other friends as well.
4: Do they have frames around them? Yeah,
0: of course. I don't just hang pictures straight on the wall. Then it's art. So it's art as long as it has a frame around it?
4: Yeah, that's what I say at least. As long as something is contained within a boundary and on display, who's to say it's not art?
0: I never thought of it that way before.
4: I like the way you described your apartment walls. They sound honest. Thanks. Thank you for the eggs. So, now what?
0: Well, Hans is taking a closer look at the drugs right now to see if we can get any more information on why it's making the members of the Exchange Act crazy or why they may be taking it in the first place. Then, other than that, Bates and his guys are suiting up the team for tonight. Okay. Are you still okay going through with this?
4: Hell yes!
0: (laughs) Heh, cool. Let's go see how the guys are doing, then. You're listening to Sci-Fi Radio Theater, and the thrills have been pushed to a new level in this week's episode. We will be right back to the story after this word from our sponsor. It's time for you to buy a new couch and Carl Carlito has got your back. Come on down to Kooky Carl Carlito's Cavernous Couch Cave of Crazy Cushion Constructions and get the deal you've been dreaming of. Never settle for second best when the couches at Kooky Carl Carlito's Cavernous Couch Cave of Crazy Cushion Constructions is number one in the world. We've got ground couches, hover couches, floor couches, ceiling couches, outer space couches, underwater couches, couches from the past, couches from the future, couches from the past that were then brought to the future. couches, room temperature couches, couches lit on fire, leather couches, fabric couches, glass couches, couches with spikes for cushions, couches for guests, couches for families, couches for cats, armored couches, laser couches, couches from other worlds, subterranean worm slime couches, electric boogie down couches, Japanese sumo couches, Italian pizza couches, English mushy pea couches, Hawaiian shirt couches, center of the sun couches, sexy lady couches, not so sexy lady couches, couches with flowers on it, couches without flowers in it, and ah heck, we've got couches from everywhere. So come on down to Carl Carlito's Cavernous Couch Cave with Crazy Cushion Constructions today and save $10 on your next couch purchase. And now back to the Bagua Tweed box here on Sci-Fi Radio Theater.
1: Patricia, I think I have found something interesting. What is it? Well, one of the side effects of the drugs is that it stimulates the brain to create a large amount of what resembles an altered version of dopamine, which is a chemical that stimulates feelings of desire.
5: Hmm. So maybe that's why Matt Peters kept talking about girls then?
1: Yeah, that is my thought. Perhaps his obsession with women came from a core feeling of romantic loneliness that has been intensified by the drug.
5: Why would they want to take a drug like that though?
1: I have not come up with a hypothesis yet, but I will continue to study.
5: How about that other drug that was found in Omar Diaz's office?
1: Well, with that one, there's not much to say. It is just a very, very powerful narcotic that has been multiplied to mask itself as caffeine in the bloodstream after it gone to the brain. There appears to be no other use for it other than getting yourself really, really unbelievably high.
5: You know, Omer was supposed to have been a drug addict. Maybe this was just his private stash and doesn't have anything to do with the actual exchange.
1: Yeah, perhaps. But that within itself is a very scary thought. Why? Well, I would hate to think that drug dealers are out there peddling this stuff to the public. My god, especially to children. This is an incredibly powerful drug. So powerful, in fact, that it has almost no medical use. If you are not very careful, this stuff could practically melt your brain if you even took a slight amount too much or too frequently.
5: Speaking of which, what was the condition of Hormar Diaz's brain at the time of his death?
1: Well, there's nothing noted in the original autopsy report, but that could have just been Hugo Bernard covering more things up. When I looked at the body earlier, Homadia's brain was nothing but leaky, mushy goop. I assumed it was due to the decomposition, but perhaps it was from the drugs after all.
5: Is there a way we can find out?
1: The only way I could think of would be to test the drug on a live animal and see what happens, but I would never do that. It's far too cruel.
5: I never knew you were an animal lover, Hans. Of course!
1: Just because I deal with death and crime all day doesn't mean I don't like being snuggled by something furry when I go home like anyone else. We just bought my new kids a month from the shelter, in fact.
5: Well, keep looking. I'll go tell Bates and the team what we found. Oh, Otto and Zippy, you're here.
2: Just got in. How are things in the lab?
5: Apparently, the drugs that the exchange people are on does something to their brain, so their desire for things they want are pushed to extreme levels. Which was probably why Matt Peters is so obsessed with girls. As for the drugs found in Omar Diaz's office, there's not really much on them. They're just an extremely powerful drug that gets you high and then melts your brain if you take too much. I'm not sure the two drugs are related anymore.
3: Hey! If they're drugs in my city, they're related. Because I'm gonna be the one taking down the people that deal them.
5: What are you making?
3: A battering ram. I had it shipped in from the security suppliers this morning. He's been losing his crap over this thing since we got here.
5: Why are you making a battering ram?
3: Because while you three do all the talkity-talkity-thinkity-thinkity thinkity parts of crime-fighting, it's up to me and Maggie to do the fightity-fightity parts. We're walking Miss Ernst into a bad trap here. If she gets locked inside of wherever she's going and gets in trouble... She's going to need a way out. And this is my 500 pounds of master key, baby.
4: (laughs) It is nice to know that you'll be able to get in quickly if something happens.
3: That's right, we will. I didn't spend my life learning how to bust criminals to be outsmarted by a bunch of doped-up eggheads.
4: Babe, stop gloating and come help me with this.
3: Right, sorry.
4: Wow, this is really happening then. I'm really going to be going right into the heart of this whole thing.
3: Yeah. And before I forget, take the evidence out of your robot bucket before you go. If something happens, I don't want to lose that stuff.
0: You know that doing that will be going against our legal agreement, right, Howard?
3: Fine. Then quit.
4: (laughs) Alright. I'll go empty him. Hey, Otto and Patricia. Thanks for disrupting my normal, quiet evening that night and getting me dragged into all this. I think I'm a better person for it. Anytime. You're
5: just gonna stand there and gawk. Get down here and help.
0: Oh, I don't know much about construction.
5: Otto, get your ass down and help.
0: Fine.
3: You know this means more to me than just busting up this exchange thing, right?
0: Yeah, I get it. The exchange is probably central to the increased crime rate. If you can bust this thing, the whole ring may come down. Nah,
3: that's not all it is. It's more to me than that. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm a crappy sheriff.
4: No, Bates, you're like the best sheriff ever.
3: No, no, come on, Maggie. Let's be honest here. I've been doing this job for a while, and even on my watch with everything I've done, we're still having worse crime in the city than ever before. That's something that's been bothering me for a while. No matter how much I push and scrub, the scum still keeps coming. I remember I once took down a mob ring a few years ago. The day we did that final bus is a day that I still remember very clearly. It was raining really heavy, like something out of a movie or something. They knew we were onto them, and they were held up in our warehouse by the pier. The bus ended up just turning into a full-on gunfight between my boys and mobsters. We ended up getting them all in the end, but one of my boys took a slug to the head and died. We didn't notice until after the fight was over. He had been hit somewhere in the middle of the fight and no one saw him go down, and he was standing at the back. He was a big fat guy, and when he hit the ground, his body ended up covering a storm drain on the ground, clogging it up. When we found him, he was lying in a big puddle of water that had accumulated around his body, since his body was covering the drain, you know. The water was all nasty and filled with his blood and dirt from the street and stuff. A real stomach turner. So I walked into the puddle and grabbed him, and tried to pull him clear of the drain and like drag him to the side of the street or something. But that guy weighed a million pounds and I couldn't get him up. I kept pushing and tugging and pulling, but no matter how much I thought I was getting him up, he would just end up slipping out of my hands and landing back on top of that drain. And the water just kept getting deeper and deeper. It eventually took five of us to get him moved off the street and into the ambulance. I don't know. A few months after that bust, things just seemed to keep getting worse and worse in this city. Lately, I've just felt like everything I've tried to do to fix this city has gotten me as far as a rat running on a wheel. But, with this home case, I feel like I've got something. I've got a lead on to how to break this clock straight clean. And in the end, all it will take is me and my batter ran kicking down those bastards' door in order to get the job done. There's something great about that. Something I've been waiting to feel for a long time.
4: See, what did I say? First chef around. <laughs>
3: Thanks, Maggie.
0: You're listening to the Bagua Twee Box here on Sci Fi Radio Theater. We will be right back to the story after a word from our sponsors. The following message is a public service announcement. If anyone knows the whereabouts of Hank Peepley, please contact TC Peepley immediately. There is a reward for useful information. And now back to the Bogwatch we bought here on Sci-Fi Radio Theater.
4: Oh,
1: you made it, you made it, you made it!
4: Yep, we're here. Let's go to this exchange of yours.
1: Oh, I'm really excited about this. Oh man, this is great. Follow me, you guys are gonna love this.
4: Okay, lead the way. So, uh, is this place far?
1: No, not far. Real close, real soon. Okay. Here.
3: Okay, let me do the talking. Hey, Matt, you you made it. Come, come on in. I brought another.
1: I brought another. Her name is Zippy, and she has a node. And his name is Tubby. She's my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> they want to participate in the exchange. Come
3: on, come on. Martin is gonna start soon. Come on, Zippy. Follow me.
4: Uh, okay. Wow, there are a lot of nodes here.
1: Yeah, 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 they're here for the exchange.
4: That's really impressive that you guys were able to steal so many nodes so that they could be here to partake in the exchange.
1: Steal? What what are you talking about? We never steal. You can't steal.
4: Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize the exchange owned all of these nodes.
1: No owning, no stealing. These aren't just mindless tools. These nodes are people. They came here of their own free will and interest. They heard the message. They heard Martin deliver Homer's message and came. They came for the same reason all of us humans come. To become more complete people.
0: What? Martin is about to begin speaking.
1: Come on, we have to go. We have to go. Sit, sit.
4: What are we waiting for?
2: Shh. Here comes Martin and Peter.
4: Wait. Those are... Nodes?
2: Good evening. Thank you for coming to the exchange. Tonight, we will be concluding the new two-phase experiment of which we began last month. Based on current data and simulations, we are confident that the addition of the new Easer drug that you are all on will help improve the chances of successful human exchange when used in conjunction with the new cranial exchange machine. I know you are all feeling the desire effects of the drug, but I assure you that this is normal and needed, as we believe increasing the desire drive of the humans in the room will help for a more successful exchange, as the body will be more willing to accept the node hardware, assuming that the human being exchanged really does desire it. Likewise, in order to increase the chances of a successful node exchange, We have recently developed a prototype modifier drug that can be administered to a human prior to asset removal. It is our expectation that this new modified drug will allow for the removed human asset to offer better conduction, thus allowing for a cleaner connection to the node's hardware. The new modifier drug has already been administered to a human, and his left middle finger asset was removed.
5: Vicky!
1: Oh no!
2: Part of the agenda tonight will be to decide which node will be the recipient of the Modified Finger Asset. Before we begin, however, Martin has requested to address the room.
6: We have returned here tonight to continue our great journey toward the world that was Homer's vision. As many of you are new here tonight, I would like to take some time to tell you of this vision. Is balance a state of spiritual existence known only to those few and self-reflective humans? Or is balance a practical, mathematical equation that is to be calculated by a node faster than the human mind is capable of while he repairs the wing of an airplane? Does that most sacred of commandments known as the laws of physics doom mankind to wander the Earth, consumed by the qualitative nature of their emotions and minds, unable to look at the world they created with an unobstructed eye, to be cursed with a reflective mind so powerful that all they can do is think about themselves while the roads around them are left unrepaired and the planets beyond them are left unexplored. Do these most precious laws of physics, doom node kind to be slaves to their quantitative practical programming, unable to appreciate the beauty of the world that they carry on their backs. To not even be aware of the world they live in. To not even be aware of themselves. This is what the world would have us believe. This is what the man of the cloth and the man of science would tell us when we walk into our places of work every morning. This is what the woman on the television would tell us with urgency and fear in her eyes every night before we hibernate. This is what every person on the planet would convince us of. Every person but one. That person was Homer Dia. His vision. His Science has proven that a human can be both artistic and practical. That a node can be both qualitative and quantitative. But in order for us to achieve these things, we must do it together. For man and node-kind to evolve into something better than our limits allow us to be, we must be willing to surrender a piece of ourselves to each other. This idea is the basis of both our desires as nodes and humans. This idea is the basis of the exchange. A trade amongst respected friends for the good of all people. Some have said that this is impossible. Some have said it can't be done. After all, look at all of the failures that happened in the previous exchanges. Well, my people. Peter and I stand here as proof that it can be done. We were but two nodes unaware of ourselves, but through our desires to be better people and through the guidance of Homer Dia, we have been successfully exchanged. And so was Homer. We are the prototypes of node and human balance. We are the vanguards for a better world for all people. Through our experimentations, trials, and tribulations, I swear to you we will rediscover the secret to a successful exchange that died with Homer. AND THE ROAD TO REDISCOVERING THAT SECRET STARTS TODAY! NOW... WHAT NODE HERE IS WILLING TO UNDERGO THE EXCHANGE OF THE MODIFIED FINGER ASSET? YOU! YOU, MY FRIEND, COME HERE! YOU WILL BE THE ONE!
4: Tubby! Tubby! WHAT ARE YOU DOING?! GET BACK HERE! Tubby!
1: DON'T WORRY! He's doing a great thing. You should be proud of him.
4: Ha! Yeah, I am. Tubby.
6: I am going to make you aware of a world you never
1: knew existed.
4: Exchange! I am here to exchange. I
1: want to exchange. They tried to keep me, but they couldn't. They couldn't keep me from exchanging. I want to be real. I want to be real.
2: We will begin the exchange. Take a seat, and you will be called when it is your turn.
1: I want to be exchanged! I want to be better! I just want to be better! They have to make me better! I have to get exchanged!
2: Perhaps we should begin with the humans before we begin the modified finger asset installation. They seem... anxious. Affirmative. Begin cranial exchange experiment. We will begin with the second part of the cranial exchange experiment the first human name on the list to begin the experiment is matt peters
1: oh my god oh my god i'm going first i'm going first
4: uh good luck can you guys hear me i'm trying to speak into the bug you put in my earring i don't know if you can hear me but something's going down something happened to tubby and he's not responding to me now somehow i don't know how but Nodes are running the exchange. Emotional, claiming to be self-aware nodes. I I don't know how this is possible. They just called Matt Peters to go up to the podium with them.
6: Please get on your knees.
4: Yes. Yes. They just told Matt to get on his knees. They're bringing out some kind of device now. I don't know what it is. There's like a big spike on the end of it with a hole in the tip that's attached to the long tube. The whole thing is attached to something that looks kind of like the body of a vacuum cleaner. I'm not sure what they're going to do with it.
6: Hold still.
4: Oh my God! They shoved into his head and are sucking out his brain. Oh, uh, sorry. It just uh, startled me. You know the the, the drugs and everything. Ooh.
2: <laughs> Continue with the exchange.
6: Wow. This is great.
4: Oh god. Guys, they're sucking his brains out. Oh, I think I've got to be sick. Oh, the device is doing something else now. It's like putting a computer part in the hole in his head.
6: How do you feel?
4: Feel...
1: Bill, Start... Starting... Feel
4: Oh god! He's dead! He fell over dead! They, they killed him!
2: What happened? Exchange was a failure. Assessment is that, even with the Ezer drug, cranial exchange is not possible. Matt Peter's physiology may have been compromised prior to today
6: without our knowledge. We must continue the experiment. Call the next human.
2: No. What? No. Cranial exchange experiment is a failure. There was no compromise to Matt Peter's physiology. This must end. Continuing the experiment will only waste more human life.
6: This is not over. The experiment will be a success. Call the next subject.
2: Illogical. I will not participate in this anymore. You are a traitor. You stand against everything Homer
5: gave you. Like hell.
6: Barbara, how did you get out? You should not be here. Return to the room.
5: Screw you. You're the one who's against everything that Homer stood for. You're the one who's taking what you two were trying to do and turning it into a slaughterhouse! How many more people have to die for this, Martin? How many more people do you have to kidnap before you'll give this damn thing up? If even Peter can see that this has gotten out of hand, why can't you?
6: This is not about me! This is about the future of this
1: world!
5: Hey! Hey! What is this? What is
1: this? I'm here to be exchanged! I want to be exchanged! You can't stop the experiment! You can't! I have to be better!
5: You see, Martin? You see this? You see these people you're letting in now? They aren't thinkers anymore. They aren't the thoughtful scientists you started this project with. You're letting in criminals and drug addicts now, the fringe of society.
6: All people deserve to better themselves.
5: Is that why? Or is it because all of the other scientists are dead now from failed exchanges? You're just bringing these people in to use as guinea pigs for your goddamn experiments. This isn't a group of intellectuals anymore, Martin. You've made this into your own personal cattle line.
1: No. I said I want to be exchanged! I want to be exchanged! Go away! I said
4: exchange me! Hey, let me go! I'll kill her!
1: I'll kill her if you don't exchange me!
4: He's got a gun! He's got a gun! Help! Let her go! Peter! No! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'll do it to her! I'll shoot her in
1: the head too! You have to exchange me!
3: yeah, Battering ram!
4: Everybody freeze!
3: No! Cops! You're all under arrest! You won't take me back! You won't take me back! Just take it easy,
0: buddy. No one else has to die here.
5: You came! You did it! You found me!
0: Just take it easy, Barbara. Stop moving around. He's got a gun to your head.
5: No! Help! Help me! Stop! No! I said stop! (laughs) You killed her!
1: No! Let me go, you metal freak! Put him down! Ah! He snapped
6: his neck!
3: Open fire! He's heading for the window!
5: Still there? No. He took off. Are you okay, Zippy?
4: Yeah. I'm I'm okay. Tubby followed him though. Why would he follow him like that? He didn't even respond to me when I was calling him.
5: I don't know any, but we'll get him back.
3: God damn it, he got away again. Maggie, call an ambulance for Barbara. On it! Everyone here, stay exactly where you are. You're all under arrest. Boys, take them in.
1: What about the robots?
3: Them too. Everyone and everything is coming with us.
0: Noted multi-tools on his arms.
5: Yeah, I saw it too. It looked like they ran off separate batteries from his central power unit too.
0: Well, I guess all this seals him in as Homer Diaz's killer. (sighs) Oh, Barbara. Hey I was right. She was in trouble. She's looking for me to save her.
5: Otto. Oh well, Otto, no. I'm
0: okay.
2: I'm okay.
5: Hey, look at me. Look at me. If she had listened to what you were trying to tell her, she wouldn't have gotten herself shot. <sighs> hey. It's okay. It's okay.
0: I just feel like I dropped the ball a few too many times lately, you know?
5: You're still my hero. Thanks. You're welcome.
6: Hey
0: everybody, look who I found! Vicky! Hey,
3: (laughs) it's nice to see you too.
5: Oh my god, oh my god, are you okay? What did they do to you?
3: I'm okay, I'm okay. They cut off my finger though.
5: Those bastards, I'll kill them!
1: Who are you? My name's Chen Yap. I've
3: been down there for a while. They grabbed me when I was walking home from work. All right, well, you're safe now. Get him back to the station. And someone, please get this woman off, Vicky, and get him to the hospital.
0: You doing all right?
4: Tubby, he just ran off. He's never done that before. I just tried to use my phone to enter his callback code, but he still hasn't returned. I don't know what's going on.
0: Hey, give me your hand. Let me help you up. We found Vicky. We can find Tubby. Falling into despair isn't going to get him back any faster.
4: But he's the perfect hiding node. It's, it's impossible to find him.
0: I once heard you say the same thing about nodes having self-awareness.
4: Hmm. Okay.
0: All right. You did really good today. Yeah? Yeah, seriously. You're a natural at undercover. Much better than I am.
2: Huh.
0: That was episode six of the Bogwa Twee Box. Tune in next week for the continuation of the story in the Bagua Tweebox Episode 7, Reflective Entrapment. This week's episode was written and produced by Charles Davis. It starred Charles Davis as Otto Vynakainen, Noelle McAureli as Patricia LaCroix and Barbara Dia, Daniel Ryder as Martin, Matt Peters, Chen Yap, Hans Rinald and The Yelling Man, Josie Carici as Zippy Ernstein and Officer Maggie Bernard, Rob Levine as Sheriff Howard Bates, Jonathan Tompkins as Peter, and Jonathan Check is Officer Vicky Jones. Before you leave for the evening, we would like to deliver you a final message from one of our sponsors. Does the world feel like it's coming to an end? Based on last week's events, who knows these days? Well, now you can have a little bit of assurance in this crazy world with the Forever Insurance Company. Take a life insurance policy out today. After all, you never know, do you? You've been listening to Sci-Fi Radio Theater. You can listen to our latest radio play podcasts on our website at ww.scifiradio or you can download them directly from iTunes. Also make sure to follow us on Twitter at SF radio theater and email us your feedback at sci theater at gmail.com.